Welcome to Parenting Without Getting Up, the podcast with three dads talking about fatherhood, life, and pop culture. My name is Will. Hi, I'm Rob. I'm Josh. Welcome everyone to episode 10 of Parenting Without Getting Up. We are officially in double digits. Episode 10. Yeah, pretty cool, huh? That is pretty cool. And they said it wouldn't last. (laughs) So uh, They are, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what all, everybody told me. We're here. so But I didn't listen to them. We are here. And we're glad that you are here, too. Uh, well, folks, how did how'd your week go? A surreal housewarming moment at my son's new apartment. Yeah? With his fiance. Yeah, we moved him in last week. Right. We heard about that. And they had that. us over for dinner. Yeah? And it was... So we drove up. Uh, we took their mom, too. And so as we drove up, she and I looked at each other and we said, this is the same color scheme as our very first apartment together. Oh, weird. And now our son has it, our oldest son. Yeah. So. At least it wasn't the same apartment. That would have been. Oh. That would have been really weird. Weird, weird. <laughs> oh, just. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Too surreal. But it was a very proud moment. And. That's kind of like people that grow up in a house and then they end up inheriting the house from their parents. I don't know how you live in that house. It would be very difficult for me, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, that's pretty cool that they they uh, are all moved in and settled. I was impressed with the way they packed everything away because it looked like mountains of stuff, like too much for the yeah. apartment, but they did it. it. I think you style. said that they were really well organized too, right? Oh, very. Probably the most organized movers, packers that I've ever seen. Right. And we said Down that Down to the hangers. Probably all to your- Clothes. Future daughter-in-law, right? Yes, my future daughter-in-law rocks. Yeah. She's, yeah. She seems like a very well-organized person. Well, and I, it takes a lot of cooperation. I mean, the, the two of them, they gel well together. So yeah. they share ideas and, and you know. Yeah, they, I think they're the same person. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of seems like it. So, <laughs> anyway, well, that's cool. Josh, how about you? How's your week? So my number two thing that I hate the most, taxes. Oh, man, yeah. My number one thing I hate the most, taking pictures. Oh, like getting dressed up and... No, and we did uh, maternity photos. Oh, okay. Oh, so my goodness. did with her in the maternity photo? And I, I'm not photogenic. I don't take pictures. I got a face for a podcast. And yeah. <laughs> basically, we went to this park and... Oh, my goodness. I mean, basically, my wife and the photographer said I'm like Chandler off of Friends. <laughs> I don't know how to take pictures. I don't know how to smile. I don't know how to do pictures. I just don't do pictures. So it was quite awkward and not very pleasant. And my dad says he's the same way. I, I hate pictures. I was, I was gonna. I was waiting for that because yeah. He, I hate pictures. Me and your yeah, we'd get along great then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey Rob, your dad doesn't know how to smile in pictures. Not in pictures. Yeah. He does. He's, he likes to laugh. Yeah, and he, he does. Jokes. Yeah. Our favorite picture of him, a smile picture, is when he's got this cheesy grin when he's pretending to be in jail at the Texas Jail Museum behind bars. Oh, I think they I've locked picture, him in yeah. there, and I mean, he didn't come out of the cell when he was supposed to, and they shut the, shut it behind him. Yeah, and so he's like grabbing on the bars and getting this big cheesy grin, like "Let me out." Yeah, and I'm like, All that's my, the yeah. only smile we'll ever see. Those are the only good pictures that I have are accidental smiles. Accidental smiles. Yeah, I mean, really, my. 
my wife says I do this thing with my eyebrows. Like <laughs> when I get in a picture, my eyebrows go up, and I don't. I just don't. I just don't take. I don't take a lot of pictures. I don't put pictures of myself yeah. on Facebook. None of that. I don't like I don't pictures like of myself, either. but it has nothing to do with how I smile. It's just how I look overall in general. But uh, luckily for my vacation, like when we go on vacation or whatever, I'm the one always taking the pictures, so I'm not in too many of them. So well, we've gotten like a knockout drag out fight on the way before we left because uh i was like fine you want to do pictures i'm wearing my hawaiian shirt <laughs> so i had this hawaiian shirt on my favorite hawaiian shirt and uh she called her mom and her mom was like change the shirt and oh i thought so it would be, be more dad than a hawaiian shirt though <laughs> i got, know right uh, vetoed by your i'm gonna mom. get hawaiian shirts and the white new balance shoes you know the dad shoes yeah i'm all about yeah, it shorts with the black socks that's right the uh the what is it? Uh, no Netflix and chill, but uh, New Balance and Grill. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> okay. Yeah. The honey, oh, this so, is how your dad truly is. Yeah. <laughs> the Hawaiian is, shirt, not the way I dressed. So what did you? Not the way wearing? I dressed him. Oh, my wife got me a button down and some jeans and yeah, nice shoes. I guess and, you looked respectable. Yeah, but so it was ridiculous. Would it look more like a witness protection photograph? I feel like it wasn't. Like I had the, you know, the symbol for distress. Or a hostage. I, that's right. Uh, hostage. hostage. Yeah. That's a hostage photo. My, that can't know. be Josh. He's not in his true, yeah. true outfit. But the photographer, which actually is one of our really close friends, uh, she got a kick out of it. And her mom yeah. came, which I'm really good friends with as well. And Yeah, I think out of like the hundreds of pictures, I think there's three of them that my wife is like, thanks. Like I can use yeah. these. The rest of them are just like I don't. I don't. I don't take pictures, man. Like really, I don't. Like yeah. no joke. Like it's not like I'm this. Like one of these guys are trying to be humble right now. Like I literally don't know how to take pictures. Like <laughs> you'd think maybe they would have given up and just did mom and. <laughs> mom that was the worst thing about the wedding. You know, I, my dread, most dreaded thing in life is pictures. I hate them. Yeah, I'm the same. I think I'm pretty much the same way. And I I insisted that we have no wedding video i did not want a wedding video because it's bad enough to see what i look like standing still but to see me in motion <laughs> is even worse i just did not want that so yeah I'd, i'm the same way i'd rather do taxes than take pictures That's yeah deep yeah it's deep I'll tell you how i feel i don't about think it. i'm quite there yet but yeah i understand the wow. the feeling there well okay well good how about you will I don't know. I mean, we finished out the 4th of July weekend after we recorded last. I worked on the patio opening in the backyard. And, man, I worked. I did most. I went from bare ground, bare dirt, to like 98% done on the patio in one day. And I was so tired. I just, I was exhausted. And my wife just kept pushing me. She kept handing me paver after paver after paver to put in place. And I just, I just want to stop. And she goes, no, we've only got a few more. So she pushed me until we got it done. I'm glad she did. Like you were John Henry. Yeah. Except I, with pavers. Yeah. Uh, and I'm glad she did because we got it done. It's still not completely done. I looks, still have to looks great cut though. some. Thanks. Yeah. It's a small patio. It was We only made it because we had pavers left over from the front walk. and But we built a little fire pit there with on the patio and it has it's actually got a propane tank attached to it so i don't have to even have wood to burn 
Oh, so cool. it'll be really nice. And it's kind of attached to a uh, another little garden spot in our yard that we like to hang out in. So it'll be cool. And then eventually I think it's going to have a waterfall and a pond uh, in kind of in between the patio and the garden spot. So it'll be cool. But yeah, it was fun uh, to get it done. At least it was fun. But I got to finish it up this weekend. Very good. But yeah. So I thought this week we had we'd talked about this a while back. I don't think on the podcast, but we talked about it offline, and we were kind of comparing some of our favorite TV or movie dads, so I thought that would be kind of a fun episode to to talk about, or a fun topic to talk about on an episode. So, uh, what do you guys, I don't know, Josh, you said you don't watch a lot of television, but I know you're kind of a movie guy, so maybe, so hopefully, but you probably watched TV as a kid, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so do you guys have any favorite... TV movie dads, TV or movie dads? Al Bundy. Al Bundy. Is that who you're going to emulate? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> My all-time favorite would be Charles Ingalls Char- from Little House oh, on the Prairie. Oh, Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was he was good. I liked his uh, very thoughtful and great with the kids. Hardworking, so, great with the kids. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about the first one that came to mind was Mike Brady from the Brady Bunch, but pretty quick after that came uh, the uh, Atticus Finch from, from To Kill a Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah, I loved his. I mean, the fact that he was defending somebody who really needed defending, but also the way he talked to Scout and his daughter and. Uh, just the lessons that he had for her about how we treat people. I thought was really important. Well, it was great. His, yeah, the way he talked to her, his wisdom, and the way he sat down individually with them and mm-hmm. and yeah, gave them individual attention. Yeah. If I'm being honest, not Al Bundy isn't obviously my hero, but uh, <laughs> Andy Griffin. Oh, yeah. That's that another was, one. When I, yeah. I watched That's that a similar that kind really of... cool. Oh, yeah. Firm, similar kind of fair, character. Kind of yeah, firm, right. fair, like teaching you... you a lesson punishing when he has to kind but, of but also mm-hmm. he liked to have fun too yeah he would he was not beyond a practical joke or uh <laughs> or or playing some music and show. that yeah he's that is a great show who's the deputy it was don knotts yeah don knotts yeah. barney five yeah barney five that's deputy right five, yeah. oh, what a great show that was a great show yeah and uh it's Routed Ron Howard, who yep. went on to Happy Days and then directing, yeah, Apollo Thirteen, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, interesting. And took over on Solo. Whether that's good or bad, I don't know. But <laughs> but uh, a Star Wars story. But anyway, yeah. So, uh, Rob, did you have who, who like who do you remember like watching TV growing up? What, what do you remember? Archie Bunker. Archie oh, Bunker. Good one. Archie reminded me of one of my grandfathers. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because my grandfather, one of them, was a little older. Yeah. And had some prejudices. He just he just seemed to fit that mold. Yeah. Of like, not so demanding of Edith, get me a beer. Right. But just more of a traditional generational thing yeah totally generational thing but um he he differed from well i was thinking about the archie bunker 
uh, as a TV dad, one of the shows that episodes I got to watch recently within the last year was a rerun of the show with uh, a very heartfelt moment with his daughter that I had never seen before as a kid. And this touched me deeply with my own, having a daughter of my own. Oh yeah. And the, the subject matter, I forget exactly the, the subject matter, but it was very tender hearted. And um, I can't say that he cried in the show, but they, it was very sweet. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that's Archie Bunker. Yeah. But he, yeah. I think that character really, I mean, it's a stereotype. Definitely. Yeah, totally. But it, I think probably what made it so great and such a great show was that that character, he grew. I mean. He did. Yeah. So. He grew. Thank you. And I don't think that that's not something we always remember when we think about that show because it's, you know, we remember the, you know, the bigoted or the, uh, uh, the grouchiness, mm-hmm. but yeah. And as Edith grew through her own changes, yeah, through the big change, he was right alongside. Yeah, that and was kind of a brilliant show the way it yep. depicted things. I think it also it was probably revol- maybe not revolutionary, but certainly somewhat groundbreaking in the fact that it had a mix of different cultures of people of different backgrounds on that show of course it had to have somebody for him to to get mad at or whatever i mean so (laughs) but it there was probably a lot of households where they weren't exposed to people of color on their own day-to-day life when that show was on and so it was you know maybe showing people you know you know a little more humanity to break down some walls yeah yeah i think so and i remember my kids watching it one of the when they're older as teenagers watching it for the first time and how one of the episodes that just happened to come on was a perfect episode for a great discussion about racial equality and prejudice yeah. and bias and so forth. The There's a really great movie called Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but it's uh, Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn when they're kind of in their 70s. So it's, it takes place in the 1960s and uh, they are... Uh, Spencer Tracy plays a, I want to say he's an, a, an editor of a, of a newspaper, a city newspaper, San Francisco, I guess. And he is a firm supporter of equal rights, of the civil rights movement and all of that. So they're, uh, through his newspaper, he's, you know, really, they're really activists. But then he, his daughter comes home from a, being, I guess, in Hawaii for a few months or something like that. And she brings home somebody to meet the family or a new new boyfriend and then finds out that it's also not just a boyfriend, but her fiance. And he happens to be black. And this is in the 1960s. So so you actually have... Uh, you have to name the actor. Since you named yeah, oh, Sidney Poitier, who yes. is like incredible. <laughs> and he's like just as smooth and classy as you can possibly be, uh, of exactly. course. But yeah, he... Uh, but then Spencer Tracy has to kind of confront some of his own, uh, kind of question his own own convictions. Like, yes, he's a supporter of equal rights and civil rights, but how willing in his own either, home? Yeah, in his own home, it's just different. And it's it's a great um, great movie. It's got some funny parts in it, and there is a scene between Sidney Poitier's dad and Spencer Tracy, where they kind of have a heart to heart and you find out that 
Sidney Poitier's dad is just as troubled by the the marriage as as Spencer Tracy is, you know. So I mean, it, it's coming it from the both same sides. Theme in the Archie yeah. Bunker episode we watched, where he went over to the the black man's dad. Yeah, and they had the discussion like, we got to break this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really. I mean, that's you know what, fifty years ago now, really almost probably, but a lot of those same. It's a it's amazing how much we still face those those difficulties sometimes and but we find that if we just talk it really you know people are not that different regardless of what they look like so anyway yeah but i think that was a good i think he was a good dad in the fact that he really ended up supporting his daughter and her you know her desire to get married to this guy who was a doctorate Sidney Poitier's character was a doctorate and uh of medicine he did uh, lots of uh, like I think it was third world country medicine kind of stuff, and so I mean, really, uh, by all accounts, a very terrific person. But the one thing, I mean, the only thing that that uh, Spencer Chase's character could find objectionable was was just simply his skin color. And I think that was the point that it's he couldn't object on any other. So it just boiled it down to just the color, and it it made him face that this is really this is what he was um what was kind of being that was the roadblock for him was it because it wasn't anything else so a good movie yeah and i think a good a good role model in terms of somebody who was willing to come around and and uh to grow yeah to grow right yeah that theme of growth you brought up josh growing up what shows or movies do you remember watching with dads that i was just you know just thinking about it and uh Full House is what I grew up with. You know, that oh, was yeah. kind of my time Danny frame. Tanner, right? Danny Tanner, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but also... Uncle Joey. My dad, one of my dad's favorite show was uh, Sanford and Sons. So oh. Fred Sanford. Yeah. And so my dad would... I love that show. Would always bum, jokingly, bum, 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 yeah. jokingly say, you know, you big dummy. Yeah. You know, like just... That was a great show, I think. And I don't know one of my one of my favorite shows. I think was uh, just watching anything my dad watched and pretend like I thought I got the jokes when my dad would laugh. You know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it's but so Fred Sanford, right? Fred, Fred, yeah, Sanford. Fred Sanford, yeah. yeah. It it's weird how it it we keep talking that that theme has come up on this podcast at least four or five times about us watching something with our parents or our dads, and then you know having fond memories of it. Probably mostly because. We watched it with our dads, so that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, and then, uh, but I was also thinking about TV dads, and I was, I really don't watch a lot of TV. I think we talked about that. Yeah, but, uh, the one series that I watched, you know, every single episode of was Breaking Bad. Walter oh, White. Yeah. He came up on a list that I looked at earlier. Yeah, yeah, same same here. That's what kind of sparked my memory and thinking. You know, like everything he did was for his kids. I've never Not, seen that show. Oh, yeah. that's a great show. Everything he did was for his kids. And uh, doesn't make it right, but then also I think, what if I was in that same position? What would I do? Yeah. Just using my if chemistry skills to uh, manufacture a product that people want. Yeah, I have to go yeah. back to his original motivation. He was facing terminal death. Spoiler yeah, terminal alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> they haven't seen <laughs> it by said, now. I just said. I just said. I've never seen that show. You won't watch it. It's a, it's, a, it's a great show though definitely a little definitely not appropriate for kids by any means but yeah great show but uh yeah he i think walter white was a great dad minus the 
what he turned into at the end. Nice breaking the law and all that. The, all the criminal activity. Well, he could have got out. There's a very, yeah. oh, like I one scene that happens in the middle where he has the opportunity to get out and he his ego gets the best of him and then. True. Well, but other than that, I think that's an interesting spin on things. You know, all about perspective. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, wow. Uh, one that also came to mind in terms of movies was the the new Disney live action version of the Lion King just came out recently and whether you're in favor of those or not, I think the character of Mufasa is a great, great dad. Um, Simba's dad in that movie, which was recast again by, uh, I mean, it was, uh, so I guess, uh, James Earl Jones in, in that role. So that's pretty cool. They got him to be in that role again, but I think that was a great dad. Yeah. Lion King was, a. Uh... Great story, but also spoiler alert: uh, the dad doesn't make it. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's and it's kind of sad because James Earl Jones also, of course, was Darth Vader, and he ends up dying too. So <laughs> oh, they kill all um, of the characters, all of his characters. Yeah, and I don't know would Darth Vader be? He he ended up being a good dad. He was rede- he redeemed himself. Totally redeemed himself. Of course, we don't know what's going to happen in Episode Nine, though. So maybe well, that reminds me of the Toy Story. Toy Story 2 with Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. And his dad, the. Oh, Zerg. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, so it's a kind of the same thing of like, I'm your father. And, oh, dad. They ripped off so much from yeah, Star Wars d- from that one. Go out for a pass, can. son. Yeah. He, uh, we just watched Toy Story 1 last week, and my kids, I don't think they've ever seen it. And I probably haven't seen it in at least 20 plus years, maybe. Well, I don't know if it's been out that long, but. Pretty close. They've seen the others, but haven't seen Toy Story 1? Yeah, I think so. Maybe they've seen it a long time ago, but we've never owned a copy of it. Wow. So we own two, and then we've seen three like once or twice. We don't have a copy of that one, but uh, yeah. But I forgot how good that movie, the first one, it's it's really a well-made movie. Animation aside, the story is really good. Uh, You know, the characters have a good arc to them. And yeah, it's a it's a great movie. So anyway, the animation it's it's also weird to go back and look at the animation in the first one compared to what they're doing now. And it it really shows how far they've actually come. So but yeah, that's a cool movie. So we watch that. Yeah. Any other any other dads you guys want to talk about? There's a dad that we've been mentioned before off air. Yeah. And we've I think agreed to bring him up because of the theme of growth and so forth that has been a part of this podcast, and that's Cliff Cliff Huxtable. We certainly don't commend the actor by any way, shape, or form, but the character of Cliff Huxtable was a a good dad uh, character. I think we all, I think everyone learned great lessons by watching that show, regardless of our race, regardless of our economic status. Yeah. We... Yeah, we learned a lot. It's, and it's a shame that <laughs> and uh, Bill Cosby had to screw everything up by being such a you no know, doing what he did. But uh, but it's it's hard when you have something that you grew up with and you like so much, and then you know after the fact you learn something horrible about the person who produced it too. So and it's an interesting thing to me. And uh, we were talking about it at my work. T- couple days last week a couple weeks ago about when we were kids there was no cartoon starring black characters at least when i was a kid right 
Oh yeah. But there was the Cosby show and there was, uh, you know, um, Sanford and Sons and there were yeah. other shows. Uh, I mean, well, there Fat were, Albert, I guess. Yeah. Close Fat Albert. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. really there was no, I mean, minus that there was not a lot of. Uh, yeah. Especially for kids. I mean, there was like good times and, and those, and I remember oh, watching some of those. Good, yeah. Good yeah, and the Jeffersons. Jeffersons. Yeah, those were good. I think that those the Jeffersons was also one that kind of that was good too. Yeah, yeah he it, was it a had, great TV dad. Yeah, I mean, he, well, was he? <laughs> I guess he was okay. <laughs> he yeah. sure worked hard. And, yeah, you know, he, as a whole family, they, they yeah. worked really hard together. I like Wheezy. She was great. And then of course, oh, what was the name of the the uh, housekeeper? Can't remember her name. I but she, I'll just remember her back talking uh, to George all the time. But that was actually a great show because it did have it had an interracial couple on it. It had it had uh, people of different backgrounds. Actually, you know, the show that I think of as a kid when I think of um, you know featuring different cultures was Chico and the Man. Did you ever watch that? It sounds familiar. Yeah. So it had it starred Freddie Prince. Pretty Prince, right? And uh, Jack Albert, who was grandpa in the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And uh, he owned a garage. And then Freddie Prince, uh, you know, so uh, Jack Albert was an a older white Jewish guy. And then you had uh, Freddie Prince, who was uh, Chicano. And then you had like their neighbor was a uh, a black woman and you had just people of different colors but then you had people coming into the garage that were of different backgrounds and ethnicities and it was a really good uh mixture of of different cultures and and people and it showed how they might not get along at first but how they could work things out and it was a it was a really great show and I think it was probably ahead of its time. It was on I want to say the early 70s maybe, maybe the mid 70s, but it took place in the barrio and I think the original storyline was that that uh the main character uh that owned the garage, he had been there his whole life and then the Latin American people moved in and then it kind of changed the neighborhood and so he was a little bit upset about that but then he learned to get along with people and just realize people are just people and so but it was a great show way ahead of his time and the theme song is really good too chico and the man by um uh jose feliciano it's great so it's really good which comes nowhere near as cool as the theme song for french fresh prince of bel-air <laughs> yeah. yeah we were talking about just a little bit ago you know uncle phil Great yeah. father, father uh, role mm-hmm. model. I think you know. Yeah, I think he. Yeah, because I mean, father his own kids, obviously, well, but obviously, also then, yeah, but also will, figure not too. Will, uh, Kudos to Uncle Phil. Not Will. What was his name? I can't remember oh the goodness. character's the name. Fresh Prince. Uh, yeah, that's right. It was Will Smith. Will Smith played Will Smith in French Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That's what. What an acting stretch. Yeah, he. That was one of. My, I loved that show though when I was a kid. It was fun. It's fun to watch my my teenagers too. But if you think back about how, I mean, what an awesome role model yeah. Uncle Phil was, a judge and right. just always kind of... He was wise. It was comical, but also the, every episode, 
like we talked about South Park, right? Every episode was comical, <laughs> but also had a very serious it's... tone to it. And mm-hmm. then they would always fi- always finish with a pretty solid, you know, lessons and lessons learned. And it taught you to to not judge by a stereotype because Will would think that his uncle had always had it made. He's like, you didn't see me when I was scrapping for law jobs and working my way through college and paying my way through college and all that. Yeah, I don't so, know that I ever wa- I mean, I'm sure I watched an episode or two, but it wasn't on a, in our house on a regular weekly schedule. But I think uh, that was a 90s show, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I think I watched. You were probably watching reruns. I don't think so. I think I was watching solid ones. Cause oh, yeah. 90s baby. 90s yeah. kid. <laughs> so maybe that's why, Will. You're... I watched it though. I might have been old. Your kids watched it. Too old. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. But I don't know. One of my favorite dads on TV was a show that I watched as a kid. Uh, It was a show called The Courtship of Eddie's Father, which was originally a movie, and then they made a TV show based on it. But Josh is shaking his head. He has no idea. No idea. Yeah, but it was on. It was on in the seventies. And it was, I remembered it must have been a, like a regular nighttime drama. And then I watched it, I'm sure in reruns it was on like in the afternoon. Or maybe it might have been like in the mornings, like mid-mornings, like at 10 o'clock or something like that when we were home from school in the summertime. But he was a Bill Bixby who played the Incredible Hulk in the 1970s I do version. know that name. Yeah, he was the dad. He Strong was a, man. He was a single dad. His kid was maybe about eight or nine, I want to say. And he was just a, such a good dad. And, I mean, the theme song, I think, kind of sets it up as let me tell you about my best friend, which is, uh, it was the main line from the how the theme song started. And it was, he talked to the kid like he was not a kid, but he talked to him like he was, you know, old enough and mature enough to understand things. And, and it was a really good uh, show that, I mean, it just had some, I can't remember any specific plots, but I just remember him having a lot of heart-to-hearts with the kid and the kid asking, like, at the end of each episode, why something, you know, why did that happen or that happen? And, and the dad would sit down and, and uh, you know, kind of impart a little wisdom and, and talk to him and make sure he understood. And it was a great, it was kind of a comedy, but also had some kind of more serious sides to it at times, too. It was a good show. Did you see that one, Rob? I did. I liked that show a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to look for it online to see if I can find it, and I haven't been able to find uh, it anywhere. It's kind of just gone into obscurity. But I've never heard of it. Never but it did remind it. me of another show. Yeah. That 70s show. Oh, I never watched that one. Really? Yeah. That was a good show. But what was the dad's name in that? I can't even remember. I forget, but my kids watched it more than I did. Yeah, that was pretty fun. I know it was played by the same guy who played the villain in the first RoboCop movie. That's all I know. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Talk about a great movie, RoboCop. Not really. Oh, and he all, wait a minute. We're at 30, 30 minutes just about. He also played the president in Star Trek Four, <laughs> Or Star Trek. Oh, I'm No, Star Trek Six. Star Trek Six. Okay. Yeah, President of Earth and, well, and never, he has to mention Star Trek. Every yeah. To, yeah. In every episode. It's kind of like seven degrees of separation. How many Six things can we talk about Bacon, that yeah. are related to. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were doing six degrees like Kevin Bacon. Oh, yeah, that's probably what I meant. But yeah. Anyway. Definitely interesting to think about all the TV dads that we 
just talked about. I mean, there's a lot of them that. Yeah. For the uh, most part, I think we're pretty good dads. There's one dad we haven't mentioned yet who was a parent in real life. But though he didn't play a dad on TV, but he was probably a dad figure to many of us. Yeah. Fred Rogers. Oh, man. So here's the guy that I think is the same way that I think like Einstein was a genius with physics or or you could say now Hawking. Fred Rogers was a genius at being a person. I mean, I, I can't think of another person. I can't think of a better person in my lifetime, you know, that, that I think would is a greater role model. And because yeah, the TV dad to many kids that grew yeah, up watching. That's right. I, I mean, I even watched that show. Yeah. The movie, the, the movie about Fred Rogers is pretty amazing. I haven't seen that. When one did yet. he die? When did he pass? Long time then, ago? Nineties, no. right? Or early two thousand? No. no, early two thousands. Yeah. Natural causes. I mean, not that it. Yeah. I mean, he was old. I mean, here's a guy who fought for public television and, you know, for quality kids programming on public television. And uh, there's the, just because I think of the recent movie and then also because of the anniversary, um, I don't know how many years it has been, but I know in the last couple of years, we've heard a lot about him. And so we've seen a lot of clips and footage, but the footage of this is kind of a continuing theme of this episode, but him sitting down with uh, his feet in a little waiting pool. And then here comes, I think it's the mailman who happens to be black. And uh, he says, oh, that looks like good. And, you know, that looks like it's nice and refreshing. And so Fred Rogers, Miss Rogers has him sit down, take off his shoes and join him and put his feet in the waiting pool with him. And an interviews I saw with with Miss um, Rogers, he said that he did that specifically because there were a lot of public swimming pools where people of color, African Americans, were not allowed to swim. There were whites only pools, and he wanted to show that this was just a normal thing. There was, you know, no, and they didn't make a big fuss out of it. It was just it just showed them sticking their feet in the same wading pool. And it wasn't any kind of a lesson they were trying to impart. It was just, he just wanted to show it as a normal thing. And so kids would see it as, you know, not, you know, I mean, it was just totally normal. So uh, things like that. He was just such an amazing person. Yeah. He uh, he was a minister. I can't remember what denomination. but Presbyterian. I was thinking Presbyterian, but yeah. And I think that you see a lot of... Uh, the teachings of and philosophy coming from from Christianity and you know just the Judeo Christian uh, philosophy of just you know treat others as you would want to be treated yourself. And the treat, golden rule. Treat them, well, yeah. Treat all, them with kindness. It's an all major religion. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The theme of love and compassion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the movie has a great scene of how he was the one people would turn to after most of the horrific things that happened, like right. the assassination of JFK. Oh, yeah. How do we sit down and talk to kids about the president died? You know, he's he was able to grasp, grasp that and bring it to terms that kids could kids could understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what, a, what an amazing person. Too. Yeah, truly sad. My kids 
grew up, I mean, in their, when they were young, young, they watched uh, a show on Netflix called Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. And it was an animated series based on the characters from the Mr. Rogers fantasy neighborhood or whatever it was called. And so they had never heard of that show, the original Mr. Rogers before. So we went and I showed them the original Mr. Rogers on YouTube and they thought it was, they just were like amazed that, that about the show and, and actually seeing the real quote unquote real Daniel Tiger. Um, it was kind of neat. So everything just keeps triggering different shows in my mind. Daniel Boone just hit my head. Daniel Boone. Oh, my dad made me watch every episode when I was a kid. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Was there some so, fatherhood in that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. Yeah. Almost every episode. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. Well, I think I like that's Daniel Boone. Daniel, I still have never seen seen that one. I just we didn't didn't know that you hated America. <laughs> Hate's a strong word. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can edit that out, Will. Yeah. I think we have plenty of uh, <laughs> I'll get, audio I'll now. No, that's not. Yeah, no, no. I just have never. It's one of those I've never gotten around to. It's weird that you know you grow up watching kind of whatever your parents watch, and you just think it's normal. And so um, we grew up watching like musicals and and things like that i grew up watching movies that when uh i've asked other people did you do you know this movie do you know that movie and they just look at me and kind of scratch their head and but when they say they talk about things like the wizard of oz which i've still have never seen from beginning to end i've only seen bits of it they just are they're just like dumbfounded that i haven't seen these movies and like i said you 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 grow up and you think whatever your parents do is completely normal, and then you you kind of shocked when you realize that okay, maybe it wasn't quite so normal after all. But so yeah, no, I was never saw Daniel Boone, but I would like to. So anyway, I think that's gonna wrap it wrap us up for this week. Uh, if you have a favorite TV dad or movie dad that you'd like to write in and share with us, uh, please do so. We'd be happy to hear from you, and we'll give you a shout out on the podcast always interested to hear what people have to say and what their thoughts are but i think for this week that'll that'll do it you can reach us at pwgu podcast at gmail.com for email and you can reach us on twitter at pwgu podcast thanks for listening everybody you guys have a great week rob and josh and all of you listening out there hope you have a great week as well you too thank you good night Bye, everybody. Bye.